You guys want some cookies? 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 Welcome to the garage. Welcome to another edition of the Throwback Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined, as I always am, by my bosom buddy, Bob Castron. Hey, Bob, hey! Hey, Dan, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm great. Grot, even. It's a big night. <sighs> Some might say the biggest night. Well, let's take it down a couple notches. Okay. It's a nice night, though. It's a nice night. Joining us from West Hollywood, California. She is the producer of the Around the NFL podcast and really just an internet celebrity in, in her own right at this point. It is Ricky Hollywood, Erica Tamposi. Hey, hey. How we doing? Hey, you Italian? Hey, how you doing, is that, boys? Is that your catchphrase? Yeah. How you wow. doing, boys? Uh, yeah. I came up with it myself. Highly <laughs> unusual. Erica, welcome to the Throwback Thank you. Podcast. Yeah, first time, first time for uh, a lot of things. Meeting Bob for the first time. Yeah, this is this is our our maiden voyage. Yeah, in Dan's garage for friends. the first time. We talked about before the show. We had a, some technical difficulties, um, and while we were waiting, I I offered a, a scenario up to Erica, which was, Hey, Erica, if during today's recording in the garage, in the rented garage. If there were numerous points during the recording where I was highly touchy-feely with Bob, where, say, Bob says something, and then I laugh, and I go, <laughs> and I Right, and it was arm. welcome. It wasn't like I was feeling off, but by it. It was just kind of like, this is how we are together. Or right. Bob was in the middle of making a point, and I like put my hand over his. I was like, stop. <laughs> you don't have to actually do it while you're making the example. Like, that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, the inference here that there's something going on between Bob and I romantically. Right. Would you then tell other people uh, that what was would obviously be a secret, but what would you but do? But would it be a secret if you were... It's if pretty you open were, secret. If you were being that open, I would assume that you would maybe want me to know. So maybe Ooh, maybe you'd be pushing... Subconsciously? Maybe you'd be pushing for me to be like, hey, Dan, like, you know, on my way out, I'd be like, hey, like, I noticed a little tension between you and Bob. Like, is everything cool? So you interested. But would you... I said, would you then tell people? Uh, yeah, I would text Wes, Greg, and Mark instantly. <laughs> you would have to. Yeah, I mean, and your wife. I've heard stories about like big-time Hollywood actors who are openly out on set, but really? they're not out to the public. That's really? an interesting move. Yeah, well, so that, that can kind of be our move, right. Um, so I, you would, well, you would attempt to ruin my life. news on that? Yeah, yeah I would ruin ahead. your life. I know someone who knew Tom Cruise's doorman, and apparently dudes would be coming through... A lot. All right. We're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to bleep that name because we do not want him what coming we after can say us. Yeah. Allegedly. There you go. Allegedly. Allegedly. There, there is no proof because we didn't see it with our own eyes. Yeah, but the doorman totally did. Hey, the doorman, yeah. The doorman don't lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Tom, Tom Cruise here. Tom Cruise will get in with David Faustino in the class action libel oh, yeah. suit. Yeah. For all the and people. And the violinist of Dave Matthews band. That we've just slandered. It's starting to build. It's, to build. it's not good. That means show. you guys made it though. I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. So Ricky um, Hollywood, again, um, the producer of the Around the NFL podcast, now in a full-time capacity. Uh, oh, you're not getting axed? 
No, I did not know as, that. As of now, knock on wood. That's exciting. Yeah, thanks. She no, what? She's full time. Once so, you go full time, oh, was there talk the about Dan axing me? Let's let's uh, let's talk about this now. Oh, she does. Up. No, <laughs> stop touching me. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's my nose. He does. Uh, no, he has uh, openly vented and kind of given me all the dirt on every producer since the beginning. Right. Right. So never anything on Erica though. Like never sweet princess. That's right. Anything that I could remember. Okay. Yeah. So I think you're good. That's good. That's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um. So Erica has been our producer for basically six months now. Yeah. Full time. Yeah. Was about a year ago too. Here and there. And you've been with uh, with the company like a year. So what Eric and I got to know, started to get to know each other, and about the Super Bowl last year, Justin Timberlake. Yep. Headlined the Super Bowl. And you were pumped up because JT, he's your number one ever. Ever. Really? Ever. 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 Number Tell one. Us why. Number one what? Okay. Number one everything. Okay. Dancer, singer, musician, mm-hmm. um, you know, philanthropist. Uh, he's your number one philanthropist? <laughs> definitely. Over Bill Gates? Yeah. 100%. Oh, he's my number one, bro. 100%. Yeah. Wow. Well, Damn. think of it this way. In sync when I was Tell us more about Justin Timberlake's charity. Yeah, he's he's really, really good at charity. <laughs> um, when I was young, when I was literally six years old in first grade, he was seventeen starting an in sync. And in sync was the biggest thing to ever happen to the world. It was like in sync and backstreet boys back to back, you know, fighting. The spice mm. girls kinda had their minute and then they went down. And then all of a sudden in sync, backstreet boys, they all they all went to bed. But who came back? JT. JT. Bigger than ever. He never freaking left. Well, let me ask you this question. And it's a little early in the show for this, but who cares? Yeah. Um, We've talked about on past episodes um, the moment or the figure in pop culture that provided your awakening sexually. For me, it was Alicia Silverstone on the motorcycle with Jeremy London in the Aerosmith video. For Bob, Bob has always been a little guarded about this for some reason. It's hard to pinpoint. It's not uh, guarded. It's just a lot. Yeah. Of, okay. Bob has some issues sexually. Yeah. Nikki Glaser was on our show. She said it was Reese Witherspoon on the roller coaster with Mark Wahlberg in Fear. Oh, I don't know if you ever saw that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a little finger blasting going on. Um, do you did, did JT have that type of effect on you? Is there another person in this realm? Definitely, that, I think J- Justin Timberlake the, the first one. There, I had this like VHS of their like kind of. It was almost like a backstage tour, but also sort of documentary filmmaking. It would show some of their um, their music videos okay. and stuff, yeah, right? And there's one video. It is the. Um, Tearing Up My Heart, not the first one that they released that they can. No, obviously not the first one. It was the second right. one. V2. The second. As yeah. The, as yeah. the big fans and of him, him in that like windbreaker mm. outfit. Ooh. I did it for you. Yeah. To this day, when you see a guy walk down the street with frosted tips, are you kind of yeah. like, that takes still me does right it. back. Still does it. it. Takes me right I, back. <laughs> it's funny, like JT, so Bob and I are like, what, t- t- 13 years older than you? How old yeah, are you? Yeah, 27. Oh, well. Going to be 27. Bob's now 39, which is embarrassing for I'm him. 29 now. I'm kind of going back. But, I'm just going to be uh, one nice. of those old guys that's pathetically yeah. saying that I'm 10 years old. So we were younger. born in 80. Yeah. When JT like, was clearly going next level as the star of the yeah. NSYNC, um, I remember the haircut went for, uh, what was the album? The big one that had... Uh, no strings, no, no strings attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he had the big curly hair, oh yeah, like a goddamn clown. Yeah, but like in the mo- you're right, Bob. Nope, <laughs> he's so mad about JT. Oh, I remember in the so moment, stupid. like being like, "Well, that that's that dude's cool looking. Like I can never look like that guy." 
And now you see it now and it looks a little bit ridiculous in, in hindsight. But back then, like JT, he, he had the whole thing figured out for he a did. while. And he was banging Britney Spears, who at the time right. was the top of the top. The girl. Right. JT has lived a life in pop culture that very few artists have met. No, no one can. So Is he currently your number one country star? Uh, he, okay. If you're referring See, there's to his a little last, shade there. A little Bob. bit, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. His last album, he would say that it's not a country Oh, he would. Album, yeah. Okay. He he would say that. And if, yeah, he does say that. He does. I <laughs> yeah. think he kind of has to say yeah, that. He says yeah, that. How about the claims, Erica, that JT appropriated black music and then abandoned <laughs> it in favor of country music? No. <laughs> there you go. A nuanced take. <laughs> wow, you've changed my mind. I'm glad I did. When All you right. put it that way, we can move on. So, what have we learned so far? Erica. In sync, but specifically JT. JT. Do you go back to the Mickey Mouse Club with JT? Uh, yeah, of course. I oh, remember man. watching him on the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. You're a fucking perv, bro. What? No, I remember him <laughs> and Christina. You're a 40-year-old man almost. What are you He's watching that show for? Well, no, now. He was still too oh. old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what have we learned? JT's been your number one dude forever. Yeah. He also, you're awakening. Yeah. As we Definitely. call it here in the garage, in the mm-hmm. rented garage. And now we're going to get into what a lot of people say is the defining work of Justin Timberlake. Okay. Perhaps overall, you could factor in his entire career, future sex slash love sounds. You're right. Is this your favorite album of all time? It definitely is. Of, of any artist? Of any album ever. Yeah. And, and it's hard to say because, to be honest, like start to finish, tw- the 2020 experience, the two-part album, mm-hmm. it didn't get the credit that it deserved. And if you listen and really listen from start to finish, that album is so beautifully crafted. Um, and that What about Jay-Z's rap, though, in that first single? That one was pretty was good. I'll take you in your... I'll show your parents that I love you. Yeah, that's bad. I didn't like that. That was bad. But, that, <laughs> but I love that are song. The worst. All right, we're going to get into all this. But before we do that, what we do is we set the stage uh, for when... This album came out. Now, as a JT super fan, do you remember exactly when the album came out? It was in September of 2006. Is that correct, Bob? That is correct. Nice. Oh, she nailed it. Do you know the day? Was it a Thursday? Well, no, it was a Tuesday, but do you want to guess the date exactly? September. 911, 911, 911, 911, 911, 911, 911, right? It was early September. It was pre 9 11. It was 2006. Well, it was post 9 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it on the board. Um, I want to say like the 6th or 8th. It is the 8th. Oh! You creep. Woo! <laughs> I am so good. Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go back in time to uh, September 2006. Hey, guys. You want to know something that happened that month that directly impacts your lives? Yeah. A man named Roger Goodell began his tenure as the NFL commissioner. Wow. Wow. It's been that long. It's been that long. He succeeded. That old guy. Kiss ass. Pete Rozelle. Oh. Was that an old guy, right? Was it Pete Rozelle? I think it was Pete Rozelle. Who's better, Pete Rozelle or Roger Goodell, your current boss? Uh, Tied for first. They're just both so excellent. Uh, a couple TV shows premiered <laughs> that month, including <laughs> Ugly Betty, Heroes. Oh, yeah. Pete Rozelle died in 1996. 
There was someone else in between. There, I, would hope, I would hope so, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a big vacancy. Like a man's ghost was the uh, commissioner. <laughs> like, we got to get around. We got to get around to hire somebody, like, yeah, we somebody just, in the we spot. We haven't figured it out Guys, yet. We got, we got that um, that haunted uh, mansion still <laughs> up there. That's the commissioner of the league. Maybe we should put a living human there. Right, uh, Heroes. <laughs> Heroes came out that month. Oh, I remember uh, that. Yes. Remember that. Uh, we, when we lived in, Ricky, when you were a young girl, probably in junior high, we shared a house with our two other buddies in Hollywood nice. um, in 2008, and we almost went bowling with Hayden Panettiere, Panettiere and her friend. To this, really? to this day, Very that's close. like an incident that my wife is mad at me for. Why? Because we were supposed to hang out that night, and I, blew, I was like in the process of blowing her off to potentially go bowling with Hayden and nice. her friend. And then when she realized what was happening, she was like, I'm sorry, I thought we were hanging out tonight. What are you doing? Yeah. I was like, uh, coming home right yeah. now. And I had to like turn around and run home. That oh, is left. really sad. Yeah, it was really sad. It was I really mean, sad. In so like a, because like, you left, star. did that ruin the night? Like, is that no, why? no, I think Hayden ended up bailing. Before the whole thing was ended up being highly depressing. Our friend was dating Hayden's best friend. And then we were supposed to all go bowling. And we even got to the bowling alley and then found out that. Hayden oh, that is what wasn't feeling well. And it was like, well, we're a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> so you left? You didn't so bowl? we drove home like pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it's like. That's very nice. similar to our strokes story of like almost doing something cool and then just going home like losers. Nice. Yeah, like being on, on track for right. a cool like... Um, you know, fun night with famous people and then it not quite happened. Yeah, I can't relate to that. I feel like you've been... You've had your... Well, let's keep going. By the way, Paul Tagliabue that's who Roger Goodell. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. That's important right. on this music podcast. So that you guys got that human. right. Thank you Go for ahead. doing that. What else, Bob? Uh, what else was happening in September? Not 9 11, 2006. Some movies came out that month, including Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Jackass number two, ironically, the same month as Idiocracy. Why? Well, because Idiocracy is all about how we're getting dumber, and Jackass number two is a movie where people just hit their balls with things. Hmm. I don't know if that's ironic. No, that is. That's like the definition of ironic. You're the definition of ironic. And this classic movie, see if you can identify it. <laughs> I have no idea. The funny thing is that Nick Cage, I think he has an oh. Oscar. Oh, my God. And he was like the biggest star in the world mm -hmm. at some point in the 90s. And uh, that's Wicker Man. That is Wicker Man. That's one of the more fam it's famous It's one of the most of fucked the up insane movies you'll ever see. Is that, what is the plot of is it Is that the pool? Like, he's like in down in that like empty pool Am I thinking of another? Nicholas That's probably Cage? another weird one. Yeah. Of his. He did a lot of shit at this. This uh, is like this an period. island with. Everybody's trying to kill him or something. Oh. And they put a they put a they giant succeed. thing on his face and then dump in all these bees and then seal it up. Yeah. And then that's his reaction. Wow. Which I is wouldn't fair. open my mouth like that. Though. It makes sense you'd have a better reaction. <laughs> Why would oh, you yeah. scream? Because he's like, they're in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's stinging my tonsils. Together, um, but before we go to the number one song, something big happened this month, guys, that we have to talk about. 9-11. Uh, September... Probably the biggest thing to happen in September, like a generation defining moment that's all pre and post this moment. Okay. 
Erica, where were you when you found out the crocodile hunter died? Oh, oh my God. God. I was really oh upset. Mm. I was we, really we all upset. Were. I don't remember where I was, but I remember going to the drive-in theater with my dad and like cousins and stuff. And then my dad was like the, um, you know what? I totally fucked that up. I was thinking crocodile, um, Dundee. Not crocodile Dundee. He's still alive. Yeah. Bro. I was like, what in the fuck? <laughs> no, You're talking about Steve. Hunter. Are Irwin. Talking about Steve Irwin. Yeah. yeah. We're talking Irwin. Oh, bro. You know, yeah. he's dead, right? Really? <laughs> the, no, the stingray through the heart. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I think I was in, I think I was in school. Wasn't that like during the day? I would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. You it really were, hit you hard, obviously. Yeah, Erica was one of the kindergartners, and when she found out that Steve Irwin died, George Bush came to her classroom and was reading a book talking about <laughs> something else. Oddly yeah. enough, seriously, um, I know exactly where I was. It was at your apartment on the Lower East Side, and there was a party. And honestly, like everybody was like, did you guys hear about the crocodile hunters? Like, what? And it was the news of the party. That everyone was that like, where we were. everyone was thinking. I remember it, being really upset by it. Clearly. Crikey. Clearly. <laughs> 2006. Yeah, I guess I was a freshman. Sorry for bringing the whole podcast down, no. guys. Yeah, but, you know, the crocodile that, hunter died. Well, it's also like the thing about Irwin is like the, to get banged in the way that he did yeah. to take a stingray shot to the heart. Yeah. Stinger to the heart. And it's like, oh, he died doing what he loved. Yeah, he died in a boat. Be like, what the fuck just happened? What the fuck just <laughs> happened? <laughs> I can't breathe. He's like, no, it's a horrible way. Horrible way to die. Uh. Here's the number one. Well, we were gonna say for the first time ever, um, when we've since we've been doing this podcast, and this is a credit to your man, Justin yeah. Timberlake. The number one song in the country is also on this album. So we're gonna hold off on getting into that song and instead focus on Bob, the number one song on the dance charts, is it? You know it. Ooh. Oh, she belts this open. get to the chorus this was the called back to basics a little on the nose it was called back to basics the album and it was her distancing herself from the like super sex machine yeah, Christina the, ex-Tina yeah the dirty I'm not this is the I'm not slutting around anymore right album. right which I hate yeah let's get to that in a second I like this song. I remember this one. Um, back when Christina and Britney hit the mm-hmm. scene, uh, Bob and I were uh, graduating high school, about to go into college. And it was like everybody was like staking their claim. Like, who's your pick? And then there's also Jess Simpson. She's coming up hard yeah. on the outside. Who's Brit- your Brit- pick? Britney got there first. Mm-hmm. Like Britney, right. Britney just like put her flag in the ground and then the others came. I was always loyal to Britney you were. all the way through. You were. Um, but you, because you've always had a, a penchant for uh, the, the blonde women that maybe we can't tell, you know, how clean is this woman? Right. Like Tra- you've always, mm, that's trash, been your thing. Trash bags. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You've been a big trash bag fan for a long time, and yeah. I respect that. Which I Christina think was always trace, for you. traces back to Kelly Bundy, sexual awakening, potentially. We'll okay. figure it right. out someday. You have thrown out Kelly. Right. 
So yeah, I was a Christina fan. Okay. Who did you like? Were you Brittany, Christina, mm-hmm. Jess Simpson, uh, Mandy Simpson. Moore? Who? Jessica Hoku. Simpson. You were Jess. Yeah. Wow. I remember being so right. anti-Britney because everybody was so Britney. Right. And the whole Justin and Britney thing, like, oh, later. So you so were kind I of like, that's my like, man, oh, get away. this bitch. Yeah. Don't need her. And I remember Jessica Simpson, everyone was so down on her because she's so dumb. And I was like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> you know? She went from being very Christian to being very dumb. And then slutty. And then she's slutty. like, I got married to Nick Lachey and mm-hmm. now I'm going to plow my way through town. <laughs> oh, man. And then that's that. And she's she never awesome. went back. She right. never looked back. And now she's like a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. She, um, I watched every damn episode of that show. The, the newly. The I was all the way in on that show. Was it called Newlywed? No. It was Newlyweds, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, Nick Lachey. Talk about a hunk, too, that didn't get enough credit. You were in, well, where were, so where, so obviously you liked NSYNC. Did you stand degrees. for any of the other No, Backstreet Boy Boys, bands? I wouldn't. Like, mm. You didn't fuck with them yeah. at all. No, none. 98 Degrees had like what? One song? Couple songs, yeah. yeah. Ouch, Maybe burn. one. That hurts. Maybe that hurts one. the Lachey brothers. Yeah. Was there a, some other piece of shit band? LFO? Band in, Were you in LFO? Ooh, well, ooh, LFO was good. But mm. The light funky ones. Yeah, they they uh, they didn't do it. I, I was like... Two I, of those guys have been killed by stingray attacks. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Two of the three. <laughs> yeah, by, by God Ironic. himself. Yeah. It's a very tragic thing, but it's just... Yeah. It's a thing about life. All right. Let's get into it. Enough of it. Enough. I mean, we're like 20 minutes into the show. Yeah, we got to listen to the start damn album. About future sex, all one word, slash. slash, love sounds, all one word, track one, future sex, slash, <laughs> love sounds, all one word. A lot of work. Calling himself daddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Erica, you're not going to tell anybody that Dan was giving me a hand job during that. No, I won't say anything. Don't worry. Just want to make sure we're being quiet throughout the entire show. Yeah, I like respect what happens in the rented. That was fine. I'm totally cool with that. But the the thing that when Bob was making just dead ass eye contact with me, that's what What am I supposed to look at? I don't know anything. I don't know what else to look at. Anything. And he's just like murmuring like. This is my sexual awakening. This is, yeah. this is finally, my sexual awakening. It's finally happening. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? Well, you can't blame him because this song is pretty damn sexy. It's so good. Yeah. All right. So tell, tell us your thoughts about the first time you put the CD, because it was a CD. CD, right? for sure. You put the CD in, and JT had his big solo album that came out in like 03. Justified. Yeah. Justified. Had a bunch of big hits on it. Huge hits. And then he disappeared for three years, starts working with his boy Timberland, and then this album comes out and it sounds different. And to JT's credit, it sounds different than anything else on the radio. Ever. So you turn this on. Are you at first apprehensive or are you immediately At first I was like, I was waiting so long for this. I was waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting. And I was so excited. The first time I heard about the album was when they played Sexy Back on the radio. Mm. And I remember not even knowing it was him the first time. I legitimately That's the best thing that could happen with your favorite group. Exactly. 
And you I, loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And I was like, who is this? This is so catchy and like weird. And it didn't feel like a normal pop song at the time. And then this album came out. And this song, I remember being like, why is he like, it sounds almost like techno. This is like the beginning of EDM pop songs, if you realize. Hmm. I, I did not realize. No, realize it now. <laughs> because, so that's what he was doing. Okay. Because th- before this, there was no like kind of techie beat sounds. That you missed turned... the early 90s. We had some great techno music back then. Darude. Yeah. Da- yeah. Well, we also had Darude later, but <laughs> yeah. we had Technotronic. Oh, 90. Oh, you're talking 90. Music yeah. Sorry, Factory. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's not anything compared to like those now. Are the, no, those are the glory days. Right. Right. But in terms of what was happening in the mid 2000s, no, no, not at all. And this, this ushered in, and Timberland deserves a lot of credit because he was the big guy behind the scenes. There was this period between like 2005 and 2007 where I think he was on every big song there was. Ever. God, he must have such a big house. He does. This album sold 10 million <laughs> copies. Wait, you've been to Timberland's house? No, in my dreams. It's um, a weird dream. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, just hey, like, just, oh, nice house. Can yeah, I get weird. a tour? Like, that's <laughs> okay. Maybe. It's like, what are you? Who are you? <laughs> uh, Four million copies in the U.S. That's it. That's interesting, and it's it's like our uh, podcast where like we're popular here, but the overseas audience is rabid. Six it's, million copies overseas. You know what? Wow. It's exactly like our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Four a million. lot of people. Yeah. Have, a lot of people have said. Bob, that. I was talking about the real one. Oh. Oh. The one that Eric and I do, like the one that's actually one people care about. Oh. Oh. I'm this sure one, they care about this one. This well, one no, seems this a little bit more like, fun, no offense. I didn't realize yeah. you guys were still doing that. This one's just a hobby. Like nobody actually takes it seriously except for you. Oh my god. Yeah. Um <clears throat> <clears throat> feels kind of weird. Why are you staring into my eyes and sticking <laughs> your finger in my asshole? <laughs> Uh, then he went on tour but, and had the highest grossing tour of one of the highest grossing tours of 2007. Did you see the tour? Of course I did. I Fuck took yeah. my boyfriend at the time. Um, his name is David. Shout Dibber. out, David. I know you're listening. Is um, what? Do you have a relationship with David? Nestle? No, no, not at all. Did it end on then poorly? It ended very poorly. Actually. Is it because you took him to a Justin Timberlake no, concert? No, no, no. He kind of, you know, got into the drugs and is the only kid to ever like not graduate from my high school. So I know how to pick him. <laughs> but he blames me breaking up with him and his parents. I actually ran into them when I was home like two years ago and they wouldn't even look. They at blame me. you too. And it's like 10 years later. Well, it was obviously your we fault. We have talked about well. I hope he's not listening to this. Let's, yeah, he, he could might be. be. Listening to this. He could be. I, I mean, once in a while, I'll get a Facebook like message from him being like, hey, can we try to like work things out? Oh, and I've been like, it's Christ. been 12 years. Wow. No, that's sad. Being I feel bad. Is, it, no. it, you dumped him, right? Yeah. I've yeah. been dumped before. It's very it's a very tough thing. But if the after 12 years, you got to. You gotta move on. You gotta pull, and you gotta get your sexy. Back. Oh, good transition! Uh-huh. He did it. All my specialty. <laughs> I hit myself on one day. All right, here's one of the biggest hits of the aughts: "Sexual Back." <laughs> Shackles and hot models in this video. Oh my god, it was insane. Whites are dancing. So as a yeah. Go ahead, I was gonna say, as a white, this was so I had the justified CD. Nice. I it was somebody burned it. You have the justified CD. Somebody burned it for me at work. Does that count? But but I listened to That's a good aughts conversation. If someone burns you a CD 
or you burn someone else's? Do you really have it? Did you really make well? The, here's here's why I'm even bringing it up. I, it. I listened to it a lot. I actually enjoyed I'm it. Waiting, I've been okay. waiting for you to go. Will you let me finish? No. Will so, you let me finish? So I brought it home, <laughs> and I was living with our friend Brian in Brooklyn. And one day, one day I grabbed like my CD book. And I went through it, and I saw that on the Justin Timberlake CD, he just wrote "Wow" in Sharpie. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck are you doing with this CD? But I liked it, and so I was like, I'm gonna follow this guy. And then when this came out, I was like, this is not for me anymore. Really? Like, I thought Justified was kind of like bridging the gap between pop music and kind of like it was kind. Of, it was very Michael Jackson. Though. It was yeah. very Michael Jackson, and this was like, you've lost me. Well, See, I love it. I feel for what opposite. it is. Me too. I love it yeah. for what it is, but it lost me in that sort of that path of like yeah. he's going to be Michael Jackson. He this is something referred else. to this album as 2006 Thriller, just so mm, you know, because Michael Jackson's his biggest. That's info. bold. I think um, I, I kind of mentioned earlier, but this sounded like nothing else on the radio, and I I have so much like respect for any artist, especially like you said, when you have somebody that's been around for a long time and then their new single comes out and it's great and you don't even realize it's them, which is what I would have definitely thought the first time I heard this as well. That's an achievement. Yeah. And I just think, and this song was seven weeks at number one in the Billboard charts. It's one of the biggest hits of the decade. And I think it's one of the best pop singles that came out in that decade. Right. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, I agree. I put it this at like this and like Toxic is like those mid-aughts, yeah. huge singles that like defined what pop music was. It's just crazy because you hear these bands and then if you, like you like you said, you have an, an artist you like and then when people come out and they have something completely different, you're automatically like, well, wait, that sucks. They, they sold out or mm-hmm. they changed their vibe. I think if you look at all of Justin's albums from sync to the most recent one, he does something different in every single one and still manages to like just fucking kill it then that's so cool i think also like the album future sex slash slash less sounds this sounds like the future it sounds like there it's very sexual it's kind of perfectly matched it's almost like they named the album based on this song because this is one of those songs i would imagine even as they're creating it but certainly after they finish like this is shit a, this is gonna blow the this fuck. is the future yeah. of sex and love sounds um sex has not been the same since this came out no of course fact not. this no. is a great fucking song is this one of your favorite songs ever no or have you heard it too many times i've heard i love it i definitely love it but it's not my favorite song ever i like some of his like ballads because his like little falsetto Love. The guy like, goes up there in oh that register. Oh the guy whose life you ruined. What was your song? Did you guys have a song? Yeah. Um, fun fact. Um, a song on this album. We'll get to it. Oh, nice tease. Nice tease. Yeah. All right. So there you go. That was Sexy Back. That is Mondo. That's probably his best known song. And when we mm. did. Just wait. There's so many bangers on there's this. There's so many bangers on this. When we. So when Timberlake played the Super Bowl last year, Ricky and I, because I'm a Timberlake fan too. We angled to um, meet him and do essentially like a segment with him, like a quick video. And we even shot something at the NFL uh, media uh, campus and we got uh, got all built up. And then the guy that was organizing it was bullshitting us essentially. Oh, yeah. You were going to bring me to the Super Bowl to do that. Right. Yes. We talked about that. Yes. It turned out we were just getting bullshit. Right. It was all bullshit. But then you... At least got a chance. What was he? I was in the same room as him. For the rehearsal yeah. or something, yeah. right? Yep. And he walked by you? He walked by me, and I have never before 
like actually held my breath like that. Like I legitimately <laughs> thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> and t- I, I like I've worked in Hollywood. I've worked on a bunch of different shows. I met a bunch of amazing, cool people. And you definitely get starstruck. Like you're just like, holy shit, that's so and so. But with him, I I don't think I could ever work on something with him because I I wouldn't be able to control myself. <laughs> yeah. You would murder him. Yeah, I yeah. would murder you, him you because would, I can't have You would have wrap him. your hands around his neck and just squeeze the life out of him. Yeah, and yeah, just I get make that. him say my name. <laughs> just once. <laughs> just once. I'm an, I'm an old man, so my favorite band ever is U2. Yeah. And a good friend of my wife's uh, worked very closely, I'll leave it at that, with Bono on his staff. And it led to us being able to get to a lot of concerts in the last few years. And I always thought that might lead eventually to me meeting him. Yeah. And murdering him. <laughs> and murdering him. And it led to, they did a tour last year where um, we got to go backstage oh and go God. to this private party. And in that moment, I was like, I don't want to meet him. He was like 10 feet away. It was it was too much for me. Yeah. It was, there was too much like built up inside that I was fine leaving. Yeah. Like you, sometimes he, you don't even want to cross that yeah, line. He's your Bono, essentially. Yeah. It's just too heavy. All right. This is the next song. It is a medley, Sexy Ladies slash Let Me Talk to You. Prelude. Hey, girl. Let me see you work it out. Hey, girl. Girl, that's what I'm talking about. Come on, Justin, talk to you. I got sexy ladies all over the floor. He bumped us too loud in his car. Uh, it's got a little bit like West Coast. Yeah, it's just like this. Just letting you know that I got sexy ladies. So back us some more. Well, that's a good like way to get into the. So he got killed around the Super Bowl. A lot of it dredged up a lot of the Janet Jackson stuff. Yeah. Um, with the. Pulling out the titty. How were you with that? Because that was like. Yeah, your was your I just. I mean, he apologized. Like it wasn't. He didn't do it on purpose. Like whatever. You, mean you buy it? Yeah. You don't think he threw under the bus or anything? No. Immediately after that. No, he was really like, it was a wardrobe malfunction. What am I supposed to do? He did his press conference. Janet Jackson. Like, do you really think he'd be like, I'm gonna expose her tit in front of the millions of trillions of people? No. I. I don't think he. Was that the first televised nipple you've ever seen? No. Okay. I remember watching. Um, what was it like, Mike? Spring Break on MTV. When they MTV like, Spring Break? Yeah. You saw like, a nip on Spring Break? Yeah, they show everything. Wow, what kind Wait, of Spring Break? MTV too. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Would you grow up in New Hampshire? Yeah. Did they, was it uncensored MTV? Or it must have been. Sort of like pir- been. Pirate feed? <laughs> yeah. um, no, I was going to say that he caught a lot of heat. The Janet stuff was dredged back up. But the other thing was that new album that was coming out, Man of the Woods, which are a couple bangers on that. Yeah, great. Mm. Great album, maybe. But that's some songs that are good. Um, he got killed for, oh, now you're doing this like country alternative vibe and you appropriated hip hop R&B culture and you were don't. I honestly think my feeling on it is like, because this sounds, this is so R&B and it sounds good. I feel like he really was a guy that liked all different kinds of music. Yeah. And he started out in straight pop music, but the stuff that he listened to when he was growing up was a lot of R&B and hip hop. So he did that when he went solo. I, it always felt natural to me as someone that has kind of tracked his career for years. So I always thought that was a little bit unfair that he got killed. Yeah, and also when I first saw him in concert, it was this concert. It was it was 2006. Um, he plays the piano. He plays the guitar. He was running around with an acoustic guitar. He's like guitar. a legit musician. He yeah. plays and harmonizes. Like he does everything. He plays every instrument. He'd get on the drums. He'd do his beatboxing thing in sync, where he would do this whole thing. Mm. So the thing is, and if you listen to Man of the Woods... 
a lot of it has this R&B back. Like, he's just a singer and a musician. And he's from Tennessee. He's always been a country boy. And he has a fucking kid now. Like, when you have a kid, your life changes. It's I like think, you want to get in front of a bonfire and put on a flannel. Yeah. Sometimes it, it happens. But he looks hot in a I flannel. The, like, can you blame him? The problem with that whole transition was the album wasn't great. If it right. was great, we would have all forgiven him. And right. been like, well, he did it. Well, yeah, it was two things. The album wasn't up to par with his past stuff. And... The Super Bowl halftime show has become a little bit radioactive now where mm-hmm. and Maroon 5's get, getting the getting hit with it now and JT got hit with it last year where it's become like you get put up on the pedestal and then people just it, rip it, you apart. They just kill you yeah. because they they make the decision that you're not big enough and and Best Super Bowl halftime show ever. Maroon 5 coming up. Yeah, okay, yeah, so I get that's, no, there is none. The Maroon first five. Patriots Super Bowl that they won, you two playing at halftime. Was yeah, favorite. that After was amazing. When the Giants won and Tom Petty played the halftime, that was like oh, Tom the Petty, the I hate. Yeah. fuck the Giants. Oh yeah, like that's Giants, right. right. That's right. You like yeah. the poop triots. Are you nervous about Sunday's game? I am. We can't really talk about this because it will have already happened by the time yeah. this goes out. I'm not nervous. But I'll you be should fine. know that the Erica thinks the Patriots are going to win on Sunday against the Chiefs. But they're not going to win. But this is going to be so far gone by the time for this. Up. So, just understand. That what if they're at the Super so you're, Bowl? You're, this... you're trash talking her is just more important than actually having no, a logistical. But, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. E- Erica, just so people know, people in, in the, the future past. know, Erica was confident that the Patriots are going to win this game. That they're definitely going to lose on Sunday. And Erica, just so you know, when the Patriots win. In two weeks, when Dan remembers that he said this, and he like texts me like, "Hey, can hey, you take can out you that bit? That you part? I'm gonna leave it in. Yeah, thank you. Leave it in for you. I appreciate bitch, that. Can you edit Friends it? now. Yeah, <laughs> friends now. Bob and I. Hey, um, we this go to is Bar-Lubitch. this is in my top. This might be in my Mount Rushmore of JT songs. Okay. The medley, the intro, the interlude. <laughs> What's it called? I will actually ask you to edit that if you could, Bob. That part I will edit. All right, here we go. <laughs> Favorite, it could be of all time. It really could. If I wrote Listen you a symphony Just to say how much you mean that falsetto you love? If I told you you were beautiful Would you date me on the regular? So love. Don't you say a fucking word, Erica. You didn't see anything. (laughs) The hand motions, they were so accurate. There were no hand motions. This is all his beatboxing, too, in the back of the song. And actually, there is an interlude before this on the Deluxe album mm-hmm. that the end of it, when it when it spins into this, if you're listening to it from start to finish, it is actually like chilling. It's so good. You're a fan. You're still, so right, by the way, that the his falsetto is fucking excellent. Oh, my God. Do you still listen to this album? Oh, yeah, all the time. When was the last time you listened? Well, I listened to it from start to finish and prep for tonight. Okay. Just to make sure that I, like, really knew every in and out. Thank you of, for prepping more yeah. than Dan ever has. <laughs> That's course. amazing. What's prepping? Yeah. <laughs> you know, listening to it. Um, but honestly, I... Um, 
went through a breakup earlier this year and I wanted to feel something. Mm-hmm. I wanted to not is feel this numb. Is a good breakup album or does this no, make you like... No, it just made me feel yeah. good. When you put it on loud yeah. and you just... It's like it just brings me back to that time and just bump in these songs and you know every word and it just it's a feel good yeah it's, life is fine yeah. that's yeah, yeah that's a good way to look at it. i was the what i was saying was i was thinking like is it such like a great like, love song intimate album it's like a sex album yeah like, would that make you even more sad no but I, you, you you have memories that yeah, go i'm not gonna listen to adele i'm not gonna listen to adele right. that's like i'm gonna cut my wrists because right. i'm so sad that's just gonna make me more sad you know, it's, it's weird to hear Dan call this a sex album because the only music he has sex to is also music he, he can sleep to. Right. And I feel like nothing so far. Wait, would, really? Is yeah, that he thing? has like a sleep sex mix. Really? For sleeping and sexing. Seamless. <laughs> who is um, who, who uh, sent that into us? Our buddy Joe. Our buddy Joe sent that in. That was a. It's um, amazing. A lyrical represent and musical representation of my. I had um, in college. What I called my slow down mix. Mm, slow jams. You need them. But it wasn't slow jams. It was a slow down mix, and it was a. Um, like a cool down from a workout. Uh, you could uh, say that. You could say that in a way. But it was a, a mix that could both be playing. Uh, when you're getting dirty, yeah, and then when it's time to go to sleep, you just leave it on. Okay, <laughs> so lazy. And so <laughs> it's yeah. a very lazy mix. <laughs> but Bob, like Bob knows timer. exactly what it's all about, and the man that sent in that song and he did a great job with it. Have you? He knew exactly what I was Have you had about. sex to that song yet? Not yet. All right, you got I'm it. I'm very excited about that possibility. <laughs> wow. But the idea of um, the slowdown mix is something I stand by. This would have been on it. This would have been on it absolutely if I was came out when I was in college. So I you missed it by so? five years. Okay. Yep. It's a little. It's okay. I'm picturing it even a slower slowdown because this this still has a little. Bump. Yeah, this is like if you're falling asleep and this came on, you just I, kind of yeah, like break up be, a little bit. I'd be up. You just start banging again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Ti, by the way, with the uh, guest verse on it. So he, interval he, sleep set. He was all into it. Uh, this is before he went to jail and numerous gun, gun charges. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is one of my favorite JT songs. I think it's just like a perfect electro R and B. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Turned uh, a term that was thrown around a lot with this album. This is great. Boy. And you should know, Ricky, that um, at the end of every episode, we yeah. pick one song from the album we listen to, and it's added to our Spotify playlist Hell for the yeah. throwback. So keep that in mind. This might be it. Maybe it's not. Okay. You just have to decide. It's up to you. The guest always decides. Okay. Great song. Amazing. All right. How high do you think this one got, Bob, on the Hot 100 charts? Oh, wow. Let's, let's test where, uh, how plugged in you are on culture there. Well, it's funny. I was just thinking about how at this time in my life, it was probably the like window of time where I would listen to this kind of music the least because I was not 20 years old, forced to go to clubs and I was not 
ever going to clubs, period. Yeah. So like I would have very easily been able to avoid that. Okay. Just going to bars in New York. However, I was working on a show for VH1 called Best Week Ever, where I was the most. That was a long back into a humble brag. The most <laughs> plugged in, but you asked pop culture, the most plugged in I've ever been and ever will be to pop culture. Okay. So that was everywhere around my life at yeah. MTV and VH1. So I think that <laughs> Therefore, song was number two. <laughs> Man, you had everything set up for it to be the correct answer. It was number one. Bitch. I know. <laughs> it was number one. I thought the reason you asked is because there was like one stalemate like right ahead of it. No, that man, it, it was the past. second consecutive okay. single to do so. It also topped the mainstream top 40 hot dance airplay, hot digital songs. Internationally, it peaked at number two, Bob. Whoa. Fourth single to do. I was right. Number two. That's what I thought you meant. You got it. International. And the number one song? Angels by Angels Robbie by Williams. Williams. Yes. Yeah. That's just an assumption. Always. Whenever, when in doubt, it was probably Angels yeah. overseas. All right. Here's another total banger. Hey. You can't even. Like, come on. Hello. Freaky girls always know it. Oh, they know it. They know it. She grabs the yellow bottle. She likes the way it hits her lips. She gets to the bottom. It sends her on a trip so right. She might be going home with me tonight. And she looks like a model. Except she's got a little more ass. Oh, JT. Unless you've got that thing she likes. God, you're so cute the way you stand. Stop touching me. <laughs> I want to say, Ricky, that this was near the end of the album was cycle. It, was this a single? I feel like if I had a guess, because I know it, and again, I didn't have the album, mm-hmm. but I knew this song. So I think it was a single like near the end. Yeah. When there's big albums, we talked about it on the show before, when there's a big album, um, sometimes they'll throw one more single out there just to see. It's like a heat check in the NBA, catches. like shooting a three from uh, 30 feet to see if it's a big hit. I don't know if this is a big hit, but I, I think this it's another great definitely hit. Definitely not a big hit. I mean... I feel like it was in the summer and it was still big. Like everyone was playing this. You know what's crazy? It was not even a single. Six singles released from this album spanning from July of 06 when Sexy Back came out till late November of 07 um, when Summer Love came out. This was not one of the singles. How? But maybe just because this album was so huge, eventually this just landed somehow in my library. But I Yeah, but everyone had Love Stone. Like how it, can it not be a single and still be played on this the radio song? everywhere? Yeah, it's one of those albums I think where even the non-singles were had still being played. Were getting played at parties and ended up in people's playlists. And yeah, stuff. I mean it was that type of album. That's a, it's a great beat. It's awesome. What do you think about uh, Jessica Biel? I love her. Seventh Heaven, can't go wrong. Did you know, this is a great story, Kevin Danger is my brother. Yeah? Um, Your actual brother? My real brother, yes. My real brother. Does he lie about having brothers? No, I just... My brother's sick, I gotta leave. No, but is that like a nickname? No, he's uh, my brother, my my blood 
his think, name I think is she's Kevin. St- she's stuck on the danger part. Yeah. I think. Oh, Kevin Danger Hands is his nickname. <laughs> yeah. Got okay. it. <laughs> I'm like, who? <laughs> you guys might actually, if if you meet uh, or when you meet, you might be best friends. Yeah. Danger. Are we similar? Danger is like six years younger than me, and um, uh, we <laughs> he visited Hollywood one, when we were living in, in Hollywood. Um, Dane, Kevin, and my parents uh, came to visit. Nice. And uh, there's a popular bar restaurant on Franklin in Hollywood called Birds. Have you ever been yeah. there? Yeah. We used, that was our place. We'd go there all the time. And uh, we loved the rotisserie chicken. And so my... <laughs> nice. My parents... So like a fun bar where everybody's hanging out. We're just sitting in the corner <laughs> just basically. eating rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> just like the dirtiest food that yeah, you could have on your fingertips. You. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, it's a good place. But um, <laughs> hit up Birds. Uh, so my parent, I took my parents and my brother to birds. It's like, all right, we're going to have a dinner there and sitting in the booth right at the window is Jessica Beale, uh, with her friends <gasps> and Kevin danger at this point, Kevin's a kid. He's probably like 18, 20, something like that. And, um, no, he must've been like early twenties, but, uh, after they get up, it just so happens we were on the line next to the line. So we get that booth. Yeah. My brother, he <laughs> went up to where Jessica Beale was sitting and took a deep whiff of the seat. No way. <laughs> True story. Nice. Good for him. And what was the report? It felt nice. It smelled nice. Everything, nice. everything was cool. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't remember him having a reaction one way or the other. But your parents were there for this. I think Deb and Keith witnessed it. <laughs> As I recall, I don't remember. What a proud moment for a dad. Um, all right. Here is another, I think Kevin's cool with that story. Kevin, let me know if that was an issue. Kevin's listening to the Throwback Podcast. <laughs> All right, here we go. What goes around slash, some of these um, titles are a little laborious, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Anyway, what goes but around. But this music video with Scarlett Johansson, come uh, on. Ellipses slash ellipses comes around. Is he everything you wanted in Falsetto is killer in this song. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Yeah. yeah. What goes around ellipses comes around. Uh, this song kind of gets banged a little bit because everyone knows Cry Me a River. Right. Off the previous album. That was the Britney breakup song and JT, you know, vindictive. But I don't blame him because I think she no. was banging yeah. behind his back. Yeah. Hang on. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, it went away. Okay. Um, that wasn't a fart. It was a burp. <laughs> That was. I was thinking if it was going to come. But it was out of your asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Burp out of my book. Um, no. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Brittany. 
She cheated on JT. Yes. One of the great um, return volleys of all time is to write a massive hit radio song. Mm-hmm. Saying, With a blonde in yeah, the video. Like, like it was Britney. Like, and it was, the song could have been called Fuck You Cunt. Yeah. Like it could have been, it was that, that parentheses level Parentheses Britney. Of, <laughs> he loves parentheses. Yeah. And then Two a slashes. dot, 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 and then like spears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Asterix, <laughs> bottom of the album, yeah. you know. My ex The pop star. You, you broke my heart. Um, so that was great. <laughs> and that was one of the biggest singles of the decade also. This one which was kind of viewed as a bit of a sequel as well. I like this song better Me too. than that song. Hands down. I don't but know if it's, I don't know if it's better, but this is really good. No. This is just in general, I think. And Johansson's in the and Johansson's yeah. an all-time comment. I mean, let's just yeah. call spade a spade here. Yep. Johansson in the video. But you're right, it wasn't cheating. Awesome. She she cheated, you know, they were going to get married in this music video and she cheated and mm. so maybe he does have some PTSD. Who else I mean, famous was in a JT video? Um, not many. Maxim model Kim Smith was oh, we in loved the Sync uh, video. What was Girlfriend? that dumb, dummy video with uh, where they were the all marionettes? Oh, 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 um, no strings attached. Not uh, it's gonna be me. Yeah, she was in yeah. that, and she was also Maxim was a uh, a guys magazine. That yeah, was before Maxim your time, Hot One Hundred. But Bob and I were we ended up somehow through the grace of God being right in the target audience. Of Maxim and then uh, Entourage, which <laughs> well, in retrospect, <laughs> in both cases, it's not like it's like this proud achievement. No, we were just the right age at yeah. the time. Yeah, it's like Maxim was targeting 17, 18 year olds. That's what Bob and I and then Entourage came out and like, we're going to target like 23, 24 year olds. And we were 23, 24. Oh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, Turtle, what are you going to do this time? <laughs> in, in our defense, we were out after like one or two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Johnny th- Drama, he's up to no good yeah. once again. Were you guys thinking that you were going to have your own Entourage when you're in Hollywood? We did, but we were all turtles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was the problem. We were turtles. We were turtles, we were tortoises. It was an entourage of tortoises. It was like yeah. just tortoises like crawling down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> Like fucking losers. <laughs> anyway, this is what goes around, comes around. Great song. Love it. Love it. See, every one that you play now, I'm thinking about this playlist. It's like, oh, wait, this one should really like embodies the album. But then it's like, oh. Bob, I'm going to give you another chance. Vindication. Okay. Where did this song peak on the Billboard Top 100? Number two. Sticking with number two. This was a number two single. Fucking idiot. Also number one. <laughs> Inter- internationally. Internationally. <laughs> Internationally, the song was also <laughs> successful, reaching the top 10 in countries such as the United Kingdom, Canada, New Zealand. Oh, I like when the song gets Number two really in Canada. weird. Hang on. Yeah. It gets super weird yeah. at the end. Ready? Yeah, Timbaland. This is such a cool sounding yeah. album. Yo. Yo. Let me paint this picture for you, baby. Yo. It's like he's talking to you. Like, Seriously. Nice alone, and he never comes home. Every time you call him, all you get's a busy tone I heard you found out that he's doing to you What you did to me, ain't that the way it goes When you cheat a girl, my heart beat a girl So it goes without saying that you let me feel and hurt Just a classic case, scenario Ooh. Tell his oldest time, girl, oh, no, you bring it, bring it. And now you want somebody to cure the lonely nights there goes now the straight up dance routine <laughs> and it's amazing maybe that's what we're missing maybe we just need to be on YouTube putting all of these uh, podcasts up there's a lot of, when Eric is here, there's a lot of great JT dancing tonight on. yeah mm. a lot of great dancing tonight um 
God, that's a good. That's a really good song. Three straight number ones. Who's the last artist that did that? Probably like no Katy Perry. One. Perry had like seven oh, number top ten hits. You last before this or recently? Since this album, who had three straight number one singles? That feels like quite an achievement. Probably Drake. He's that's oh, all he ever does. Maybe. This was. The, Did you say that's all he ever? Yeah, does? he just puts out crap <laughs> that goes like to number an old one. Jewish woman it's at just a bagel so shop. like uh, that's all that Drake ever does. He just he puts just out songs that go songs. number one. That's I'm all so it is. Another uh, number one song. That's all it is. This is easily the worst song on the album. Chop me up. It's yeah, called. with three six mafia. Is that your manager's client, Bob? Oh no! <laughs> Wait a minute. Are they? Yeah, they are. They were a while ago. Yeah, it's true. Awkward. Bob's favorite group. <laughs> All right, I'll give you, uh, Ricky, a little um, throwback podcast. Nug, a song on an album that's just kind of forgettable. We call it mid-album filler. Easy. And yeah. we call it a MFR. Yeah. This, this is, is like the first MFR. Yeah. Yeah. Chop, chop me up. Yep. Well, we're going to chop it. We can chop that out. That's it. That's all. Me that's all you need to hear. Yep. Uh, the next track, uh, we're gonna set the stage for you here, Ricky. Okay. This is "Damn Girl" featuring Will I Am of the Black Eyed Peas. She just fucking in the studio yeah, right now. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking Will I Am. There's those they other were, two guys that aren't in the band. Well, this guy, he would just do cartwheels. Yeah, yeah. the Native American just doing flips like, in the back. Before you'd be like, is it my turn to do the hook? <laughs> they wouldn't let her in. Poor Fergie. What a weird band. Anyway, here's Damn Girl. And I think, Ricky, this you have a story to tell me. All right, listen to the chorus. Sorry, I'm just so violent. All right, she's got the whole thing. I know every, like, cadence and everything. It's insane. So this song, Damn Girl, said boyfriend, David, um, whenever Is that his real name too? Yeah, David fuck Weiss. Look him up. <laughs> no, what the <laughs> fuck? Him up. Are you Tweet sticking him. to him? Tweet. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> oh, was he not good to you? No, he was really, he was really sweet. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, I just he, uh, you know, just had to move on. We had to, we had to part oh. ways. Yeah. There's, there's that's a very generic name. I think Both he'll be okay. Boys. Yeah. Yep. Eating the shit pipe. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um. Yeah. So this was his my ringtone whenever I would call. This would play on his little flip phone. Yeah. Is bet, that something bet, that you what? would set up on his phone? Yeah, I made him. I bet it still does. I bet it does. You're so right. I bet. I bet. <laughs> I bet his new flip phone, same thing. <laughs> iPhone, even it like transferred no. over. No. This guy, this guy still got a flip phone. When we went to this concert, we oh I made God. him buy us like two matching like Justin Timberlake merch shirts. So much and we, money. Like, we, I know. <laughs> at like 16 too, like he didn't have money. Didn't no, not at all. No, no, no. Okay. Maybe he probably did. He probably did. No, but my we couldn't even drive yet. My parents like drove us down to Boston. It was like a 45 minute. Drive. That's always the funny thing. Like we were talking, Bob and I, our first concert was Counting Crows and Cake at the Beacon Theater in New York. Yeah. And we're like, we're Dan like, also made me buy him two t shirts. <laughs> so. 
Um, we were big boys, and we took the bus to Port Authority in New York City, and we were feeling proud of ourselves. But it was like right after the show, it's like, hey, Bob, is your dad outside yet? <laughs> and and there goes car? Steve pulls up in the minivan, and we all pile into it. Back to the county. Back to Rockland. But going doing that on a date is even worse because you're like, we're in our little world and it's romantic. And then it's like, there's mom. Let's get in yep. the back of the station wagon. Literally, I was so excited to go. But then my my parents were like driving us down. They're like, we'll go to dinner while you guys are at the concert. And they yeah. just waited, you know. But yeah, awesome. but memorable Girl. concert. Oh, yeah. It was, I didn't even. I He could have been being murdered, like scalped. Mm. I did not look at him once. I didn't notice what was going on. Yeah, Dave Dave Weiss. David, yeah. Fuck, Dave. Again, if you're listening, I'm not making light of it. I feel like it's a tough spot. Yeah, it is. Really is. Yeah, we've all had our heart broken in here. It's all. It's happened to all of us. Only one one of us, though, has an entire podcast where it's coming up repeatedly. Do you think he (laughs) listens to the damn girl a lot still? I bet he does. I bet he does. (laughs) I bet he does. (laughs) Do you want him to be hung up on you still? (laughs) Yeah. He deserves it. I like that you're honest. Oh, see, this is so good, too. Oh, I like this one. I know this one. Do you have a burned copy of this one? I don't think so, but I know this one. Riding in the drop top at the top down, so you're switching lanes, girl. Erica's doing the dance moves. Oh my god, playing this in the summer is like peak mood. I'm gonna give you something to look forward to. Playing this in the summer? Well, you're not <laughs> you're not old enough yet, but once you get into your 30s, mm-hmm. like the band or the groups that you loved growing up that are still still have a huge fan base, but aren't maybe at the top of pop, cult, pop culture anymore. So I'm, I'm thinking like JT, let's say 2026. What you get to experience at that stage is he does the 20 year anniversary mm. of future sex love sounds, future sex love sounds, and he'll do the entire album. Oh, yeah, that's like what you have to look forward to. Off the It'll album. be a huge arena tour, and he'll open the show with like maybe a medley of hits and then do all 12 songs here and then do some more hits. Yeah. That's one of the old, I was I'm trying to think like what's what are the advantages of getting old? And there yeah. aren't many, but one of them are like your favorite artists that you stay loyal to start doing these fun like nostalgia tours. Mm. And JT will definitely do yeah. a nostalgia Another tour. Another one in the same ballpark. If you aim a little lower, Justin Timberlake is never going to do this, but if you aim lower in like the Pete Yorn class, not that you know who that is. He does not know who Pete Yorn is. Of course not. Not only will they tour, but they'll do meet and greets before and after. Nice. For they'll never get that for the affluent. No, JT will never do that. No. But like for the affluent fans who have followed you for twenty years, right. and now you have a little money, and it's like, oh, for two hundred dollars, we could hang out after the show and get our picture with you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. And cool. they'll tour and do that. So if you have any like lesser uh, people, you have that somebody you- that you really like that's not a super popular like mainstream act, mm-hmm. but has like a really strong fan base. Know that in about 10 to 15 mm-hmm. years, yeah. you'll be able to meet them if you so desire. And they'll cool. hate every second of it. Yeah. Like they'll they'll smile through their teeth. I was yeah. going like, to hate it as a good thing. You know, but, but no, but, but it's good for you. they don't like it. No, of course not. Who cares about them? Fucking Dance assholes. monkey. <laughs> Dance monkey. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's move on. We're at track 10 of 12 here. This is Until the End of Time.
is a good question for JT File. It's JT and who on this on this song? Is this the deluxe in the version? I think so. Is Beyonce on this one? Because this is JT and the Benjamin Wright Orchestra. <laughs> well, he does this with Beyonce as well. Fun fact, fun future fact, if I ever get married, yes. this is going to be my wedding song. Oh. What? What? Really? This, this exact All right, I got to listen to this. Hang on. David, <laughs> I hope you're taking notes. Wait till you hear this falsetto. I'll give it, give it 10 seconds. Just a, a quick prediction. Yes. Quick prediction. Before it ends up as your wedding song, it's going to end up on Dan's Sleep Sex Mix. Yeah, seriously, and then it's ruined forever. Yep. So <laughs> just get in there quick. Well, it, it, if it makes you feel better, it's over. There's no more Sleep Sex Mix. Okay. It was purely a, a college um, creation. But I, this was a single. This one was way off my radar. November yeah. 13, 2007. Uh, it was a top 20 Billboard hit. It definitely wow, did. Really? Yeah. It was the sixth single from the album to go top 20 at least. He's the He was the only male artist in the decade to achieve that. Katy Perry had seven top tens on that wow. other album she did. During the concert tour on Future Sex Love Show, Timberlake performed the song as a piano solo. He did. Now, would you use the piano solo as the first dance, or would you use the album I don't version? No, I love the like tough decision. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll be so rich and famous that like he'll perform it at my wedding. Before. Are you talking about as our producer, or are you no, like already no, plotting no, 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 like no, what's no, going like, to take you my the like next life? You know, like, uh, so it's like, only a temporary. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely not the end goal. Unfortunately, will you make, will you, will you make him perform if he's the groom? Yes. Okay. But unfortunately, he already did that. He sang when Jessica Biel walked down the aisle. Oh, okay. So, so you don't you don't want to be hack. You're not going to no. do that. Yeah. So it's like I got to think of something different. Okay. You know? I get it. Okay. And you met, you mentioned the Beyonce angle. Mm-hmm. They did a duet of this song, and it was a top twenty song as well. How come that wasn't on the album? I think it was on the deluxe version. You know why? Because I guess Beyonce in 2006 was a massive star but she wasn't an icon yet right so if she was Beyonce in 2006 it would make sure that was on the fucking album yeah interesting Queen Bay Queen Bay you like Beyonce I I love her yeah I'm not I'm I know I'll get like shot up for this but I'm not like you'll be shot to death (laughs) (laughs) no like stabbed like like painfully Beyonce's great I think she's phenomenal be careful here here comes a butt oh no they're all listening I just don't think that like Beyonce is the be all end all that everyone thinks she's like that's Erica Tamposi at Erica Tamposi yeah 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 Yeah. not our fault but if you want a more direct line what's the name of the ex-boyfriend David (laughs) David go with David Burgo. What's his name? 
What's his last name? I don't remember. Weiss, David yeah, Weiss. You got it. You got it. Reach out to him. He knows where issues. she is at all times. Yeah. So he will lead you to her. He's right. the one doing the shooting. He knows exactly <laughs> no, where I right. am. Never mind. Do not reach out to David. Uh, this is the penultimate track, Losing My Way. A really sad song. It is breaking me down. No more friends around. And my oh, try my name is Bob and I work at my job. Me? Yeah. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. On the birth certificate, Bob's name is Bob. Really? Yeah. Just like flat Bob. Name is Bob. Well, it doesn't no. say flat Bob. It's no, no, Bob. No, but not Robert. No, not Robert. Just but it's funny you bring up flat because Bob's flat-footed. And I'm flat-footed. Really? Yeah. So two things. So some, some of Dan is seamlessly weaving into this song. <laughs> <laughs> Name is Bob. Got flat feet. Nice. Yeah. And he's fucking adorable. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Stop. Don't I keep jerking me off. Don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> okay, I won't. Oh, my God. Understand I was a family man, I would have done anything for my own. But I couldn't get a grip on my newfound itch, so I ended up all alone. He's a storyteller, you know. This reminds me of that song, uh, but then I got high. Yeah. Where it's like but up, but up, but 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 Is this Afro Man? <laughs> this is Afro Man, he's doing it. Uh this this is not convincing though. It's like I'm Justin Timberlake in 2006. And life is hard for me. You were just, but he's not. Yeah. He's singing as other people. Oh, well, that's the way he has to do it because nobody had a better life in 2006. No, exactly. But that's why he says, hi, Justin my name is Timberland. Bob, well, and I work at my job. Well, now I make 40-something dollars a day. Oh, so he's like day. a Bruce Springsteen, like, writing Wait, songs on, about now, the everyman. Now it feels kind of personal. Like, he's like, I just spent 10 songs fucking everything that moves. Now I'm just going to talk about these sad sacks of shit named like, Bob. Yeah, it's yeah like, who make $40 have, a day. I have to come up with, like, a character now. <laughs> Dude, uh, some imagine. everyman with, like, no pop at all. <laughs> yeah. Got to come up with a name. Bob. Let's deal with Bob. Yeah. It's been working since 1955. <laughs> um, all right. That bitch dog of yours is barking outside. Kirby's barking right now. She knows we're in here. She knows we're in here listening to Justin Timberlake. She loves Justin Timberlake. I love Justin Timberlake. So all right. Much. Losing My Weight, track 11. Here's the final track on the album. It's parenthetical. Another song. Close parenthetical. All over again. Mm. This is this is a good. You know what the worst part of this album is? This is a song title. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I can take issue with. I think is this a remake? I will do some research. Because I knew all the words to it, but I don't I mean I know I know this whole album, but I felt like I knew it before. Hmm. Maybe it came to you in a dream. Probably. Chorus, or maybe not a dream. Maybe while you were sleeping, David was whispering it into your yeah, ear. Yeah, that oh, makes sense. Poor fucking guy. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. He's right outside. Yeah, he that wasn't a, the dog uh, barking. No, <laughs> just, oh, please. Outside the garage. You've been alone. You've See, been I didn't think afraid. I knew what it was when I was like, wait, I feel like I know this. Is it a turn off to you that uh, Timberlake likes golf so much? Just yeah, a bit, right? yeah. It's like let's calm down a little bit with yeah. the golf. Yeah, but he's so good at basketball. If you follow him on Instagram, or if you've even watched him when he was seventeen, like I did, he plays basketball. How all did the time. you feel when he cried on Punked? Oh. When Ashton Kutcher made him cry, how did you feel about that? That I was felt, peak punk. I felt so bad That's for him. That's what made His whole punked. house yeah. was like getting fucking packed up and destroyed, and they like his guitar. That was what made him cry. He cried. And you know what? 
to his credit, to JD's credit, he let that go on MTV. He was like the biggest yes. pop star ever in the country. And he let it stay. And he could have said, no, 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 that, this is fucked up. I don't want this on TV. Especially uh, with their, I bet publicists and stuff were probably like, hey, man, you sure you want it? And he was, because he's always had a great sense of humor with mm-hmm. the SNL stuff, as we know. That was devastating. They they said, did they pull some type of like Rocky Five power of attorney bullshit? Well, yeah, no, it was like, we're repossessing all your stuff. You haven't paid taxes. Your guy, your business Booker manager fucked you over yeah. or whatever. He got Rocky Fived. He got yeah. Rocky Fived. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just said that. You're being Rocky Fived right now. Like, oh. Polly, you gave the power of attorney. <laughs> I remember being ten and be like, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means, but it sounds really real. (laughs) All right, that's that's a nice way. I like um, Ricky. I like albums that end with a a hymn Mm. or a a slow jam of some kind. It's more it's uh, the cool down, contemplative. Yeah, the cool down. Yeah, it's a slow down. Makes sense. You're done. Fucking all right. (laughs) Yeah. Now. So, um, very strange, very serious question. Was that the first time you've ever listened to that album from beginning to end with two middle-aged white guys? Yes. Okay. For sure. How, middle-aged white. This feel? is like I a, feel uh, good. Okay, I feel good. even more connected to this album than I did before I was dragged in here by a rope in a dance garage. <laughs> That's how we got guests. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, as I uh, hinted at earlier, Erica, Every episode, we pick one song from the album that we have talked about to add to our Spotify playlist. And now you have a tough, you have a tough yeah, decision it's to make. So hard because there's 12 songs in this album. By my count, 11 of them are great. 11 of them are great. There was one MFR, uh, which was "Chop Me Up," which yep. uh, you know, even the title, it's, it's yeah. just a weird title. He's asking for it. Yeah. Um, but you have to choose one song above all others. Now, one thing to keep in mind. We don't always do this with our guests, mm-hmm. and okay. we then we'll get upset because we're like, oh, that's a little on the nose. Don't necessarily take the most popular song. No, take the song that you love, and whether or not it was a huge hit single doesn't matter. Okay. Maybe it was a huge hit single. That's not even a, not a disqualifier. Well, half of these were huge hit singles. Absolutely. So just so pick the song in your heart that matters the most. I mean, in, in that case, if you put it that way, it's got to be until the end of time. I mean, it's the it's the best love song of this century. Okay, well, let me rephrase myself. Let me <laughs> Not, rephrase it. Keep in mind that it's on a playlist. Right. It's on something that will be people that don't know this album. Right. Yes. So that's how you have to look at it. Like we have uh, a very dedicated fan base, way bigger than that other podcast you guys do. Yeah. Just way, let him think that. Way bigger and like more passionate about us. Okay. Yeah, Bob. It's like, great. They they find your other podcast because they come to the throwback first, and then they're like, "Oh, there's a football." Oh, right, right, right. right. It's like that Make a Wish thing where yeah, this isn't even plugged in. There's no podcast. <laughs> it's, it's just, just like Bob, you're the star of the show. <laughs> you're the best podcaster in the biz, buddy. Flat feet are the best kind of feet. Wow. So, um, <laughs> I was going. <laughs> okay, so it, no, so so it, anyway, they're have, gonna listen to this song. Yeah, so we have like sixty something songs on this playlist this will be on there and this represents the album for people that might not know the album okay then hands down love stoned that's love it. it love it it's a great choice great choice hey. oh yeah I like there it. you go uh we haven't mentioned it yet but if you um want to support the throwback podcast patreon.com slash throwback pod give a little Give a lot, give whatever. A ton. Support, give a ton. 
give the show give the show a little love because uh, you guys keep it going. The people that have been supporting the show, we love you. Patreon.com slash throwbackpod. Uh, if you want to connect with us on Twitter, at throwbackpod. On Instagram, throwbackpod. On Gmail, Bob tracks the Gmail. And as I've said many times, uh, if, you, if there's something you got to get off your chest about why a horrible thing in your life, especially in your childhood, hit up the throwbackpod at Gmail and Bob no, will talk it out please, with you. Please don't so do that. So that's a good No, thing. I, don't, I, I, I don't want to be responsible for any of your, your personal issues. At it's all. like a Ron Livingston like, rom-com from the 2000s. Like, reach out to Bob and he'll like, take you, he'll help you. I'm not, I don't want to do that. I don't, want to, be Ron, I don't want to be Ron Livingston. I don't want to be Ron Livingston. <laughs> all right. Ricky? You came to the rented garage. You represented JT, I think, very well. And more importantly, you're going to keep your fucking mouth shut about what you've seen about tonight. About what I saw tonight. Right. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah, of course. I won't, I won't say a thing, I promise. <laughs> How are we doing after after this experience? I think, okay, you said uh, yeah. C minus at first, which I found a little offensive. I thought It was before like, the show. Yeah, I thought we started was, off as a C minus. I think it was like a solid B minus. Okay. Yeah, like, I think we're above average when we met. Right. Okay. And now I think we're closer than me and I Dan are. I think so, yeah. Like, no, I, I see that too. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, it's, what the fuck is clear. going on here? It's clear. <laughs> All right, there you go. Erica, thank you for joining us. Um, I guess I'll see you on Sunday. Yeah, I guess I'll see you. Thanks uh, for having me, guys. We loved having you. Come back anytime. If we did another album with Ricky Hollywood, who would the artist be? Um... Shit, Justin Timberlake all over again. Could be JT again. Justified. Justified. It would be justified. So stay tuned when Erica makes her next appearance to talk about the first Justin Timberlake album. Anyway, that's it. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. I thought we were done with that. Nah, go fuck yourself. Okay. Back. Back. Now dance. Get it, girl. Nice. Woo! Good pod. Good potting. Oh, yeah.